Welcome back to the Grit to Growth Podcast. I'm your host, Steph Corbell, and I'm happy to be here with you today for yet another episode about developing your inner resilience for personal growth. Thanks so much for listening today, and if you haven't yet, please hit that subscribe button so you don't miss out on any of my future episodes. I release a new one each Friday. For today's episode, I'm going to start out with a question. Does it ever drive you nuts as an adult when you go home and your mom or your dad brings up some crazy and embarrassing story from when you were a kid? You're not the only one. There's this great Ram Dass quote I've heard about a million times where he says, if you think you're enlightened, go spend a week with your family. There's something about those kinds of, oh, haha, yeah, when you were a kid, you did this ridiculous thing that really pushes our buttons. With me, and I'll relate, my mom, she passed several years ago, but when she was alive, she'd often bring up the fact that I had these ginormous feet when I was a kid. So I was always accidentally tripping all over stuff or falling over. Now, granted, this is still somewhat true. I'm five foot five, and I will admit I wear a size 11 shoe, which is slightly embarrassing, but here I am owning it on a very public podcast, whatever. Um, Anyways, when I was a kid, I remember this one time back in Southern Ohio, after a piano lesson, my mom and I, she took me to this big boy restaurant. Now that will totally date me and place me as about as culturally Midwestern as it gets. And when we got to the restaurant, I tripped over my own feet and fell up the stairs walking into the restaurant. My mom, she couldn't stop laughing at me and said very loudly to the entire restaurant, ha ha ha, guess what size shoes she wears? It's not her fault. And I must have been like, I don't know, maybe 13 or 14 or something. And this was completely mortifying. That memory And that laughter never died, because for about 30 or so subsequent years, anytime I went home for a family gathering, a family Christmas or whatnot, this story would often come up, along with a bunch of others about my enormous foot size, and it would drive me insane. Now, do I think this was meant to be mean-spirited? No, of course not. I think it's something that parents frequently do. It's a lot like when your mom makes your favorite meal for you from when you were 10 and you don't really like chicken nuggets anymore and you say something to her like, hey mom, but I'm 45 now and I like salads instead. Or you have that sister or brother that brings up some embarrassing but really funny story of you from high school whenever you get together, even though 30 or 40 years may have passed. With loved ones, we all have nostalgia for times in the past. That's perfectly natural. We especially cling to those memories in hard times. It helps us get through by thinking about the good old days and such. That certainly was the case with my mom, whose happiest times in her life were when I was a girl with these awkward gangly feet and limbs. She had such happy memories of me growing up, and she really hung on to those, accounting for all the big foot jokes later in life. Another thing with memory is that people don't always remember things perfectly accurately. We tend to remember what resonates with us or what strikes us the most in the moment. Memory is actually very selective, and it's incredibly malleable. This is why eyewitness accounts in courts tend to be unreliable. You may find that the story your mom tells about you gets more and more crazy and inflated as the years go on, for example, but it's simply because, one... 
She just misses that time when you were a kid at home. And two, because memory is fluid, it's not a concrete kind of thing. There's not really a bad intent behind those types of social interactions. It's more of this clinging to the past out of love sort of thing. I wanted to start this whole episode out with an illustration of how my topic plays out with family, since I think this is something concrete that most of us can really relate to easily. With family and these types of stories, I think most of us want to say, hey, I'm an adult now, can we talk about something different? Or what the topic of this episode is, hey, can we update the file now? While some things about our lives and personalities stay the same throughout our entire life, other things radically change. And it's very important, both in our relationships with ourselves and in our relationships with others, to continually update that file, so to speak it's important to stay in the moment, to be clear on where you are in any given moment, to be clear on how others are treating us in any given moment without being burdened by the baggage of past hurts. Now, if it drives you crazy when your mom brings up one of those childhood stories or preferences or embarrassing situations, you need to ask yourself, how often do you do this to people in your current circle? Are you seeing the people in your contemporary life in an updated way? Do you bring up past fights or disagreements with your spouse or partner from years ago? In your friendships, do you think about that one time your friend may have forgotten your birthday or wasn't there for you when you needed them? And if so, how is that fair? And then on the other hand, do you cling to a dysfunctional relationship or friendship simply because you had happy memories with that person in the past, even though they're no longer treating you well? It's hard to let go of the past, both the good and the bad. We not only do this with our social circle, but also with our own selves. I always think of the movie Napoleon Dynamite, which is one of my favorites, and the Uncle Rico character. He's clearly this middle-aged, not exactly well-employed guy who lives in his van down by the river, but he still thinks of himself as the football star in high school, videotaping himself all the time throwing the football around. And it makes us laugh, but in reality, that would be pretty sad. That's an example of a character who hasn't updated the file from his glory days. Chances are, you may know someone like this or have some aspects of this yourself in your personality, where you cling to what you think is a better version of yourself because you have shame around who you have become now. Rather than confronting current problems or situations, it's easier to think of those golden years and to keep identifying as those. In real life, I look at aging musicians often, since I'm retired from professional music making myself, and I think of concerts I've seen with these classic musicians that have frankly gotten terrible, but they're still up there on stage and people still go purely for the nostalgia factor. On the flip side of this, others of us tend to see ourselves in the past still in a negative light. I know I've particularly struggled with this one. When I was a kid growing up, I was that one kid in the class who always got bullied, like thrown into the lockers and beat up in middle school because I was the class dork. And to this day, I really struggle with putting myself out there because in some ways I still see myself as that broken, sad, bullied little girl, even though I'm doing great. I've got a successful business, a happy marriage, plenty of good friends, and pretty much everything I could ask for. Clinging to the past is never helpful. Learning from the past, however, is. It's important to take those lessons that we've learned and then let go and move forward if we want to continue to grow and develop. 
Additionally, it's important to continually reassess others' actions toward us. If a relationship only has a fun history but has grown stagnant or one person is treating someone else badly, it's time to possibly move on. Or if a relationship went through hard times in the past and both parties have learned from the mistakes, then it's time to let those go. So what are some techniques for updating our files? One, when it comes to family, if it really drives you nuts when a family member brings up the same nostalgic story over and over again, say something like this. Hey mom, that's so sweet or funny or cute that you remember this thing from when I was a kid. I'm so glad we have these memories to share, but is it possible we could have something for dinner other than these cocktail weenies? I mean, I know I loved them when I was five, but I'm 45 now. Or, hey mom, yeah, I know, I wear a size 11 and that's pretty crazy, but I don't fall up the stairs that much anymore. Can we please stop talking about the big boy incident? Except that this might hurt the person's feelings for a bit, but being honest and having dialogue is so important in any relationship. I feel like with family especially, we tend to not say the real things that are at play because of feelings getting hurt. But if we can approach things lovingly, set some boundaries in a healthy way, I think we can all move on and reset to the contemporary moment and hopefully build an even stronger relationship in the future. Two, when it comes to other people, if something happens that drives you nuts in an interaction with someone else, particularly if this is a partner or someone really close to you, ask yourself. Does this reaction come from just what's happening now, or is it coming from something that's happened in the past? Baggage is very, very, very real, and it definitely accumulates over time. It's possible to cling to that because baggage is heavy, but if you've worked through the situation with this person and the current situation isn't exactly the same, then approach it in the moment, not based on what happened before. On the other hand, if this thing that's driving you nuts is happening in the present moment, then it's time to set some boundaries, similarly to the first strategy that I mentioned with family. And if that doesn't work, well, hey, it may be time to just reassess the relationship. Another thing to think about with this strategy is this bit of advice I give to my single friends, which is to use empirical evidence when it comes to new relationships. What's happening right now with this person? What is actually going on versus what might just be going on in your imagination? Is what this person is doing reminding you of something that happened to you with someone else? And if so, let go of that and approach the new person with a clean slate. Three, this is the hard strategy when it comes to yourself, be current and be honest. If you're approaching a new project or a new job or something unfamiliar and you tell yourself, I can't do this, ask yourself if that's because of something that happened to you before or because of where you are right now. If you're approaching something new and you're completely confident that you got this, hey, just because you did that once 30 years ago, it doesn't necessarily mean you can do it again right now. I see this frequently with people doing athletic events and such. Again, be brutally honest with yourself. Assess where you are right now in this moment. Journaling, as I always seem to go back to in these episodes, is immensely helpful in this respect. Take the time out to sit down and simply reflect. Are you seeing yourself as you are right now or as you were in the past? Always be sure, first and foremost, to keep the file 
current on yourself. The whole key here with all of these strategies is to simply learn how to be in the present moment, not looking back to the past, not looking too far ahead, but rather staying in the present to assess what's happening and how we're relating to ourselves and others. All we can, after all, is truly control our actions in the present moment. Does this episode resonate with you? Any takeaways you'd like to share? I would absolutely love to hear from you. You can hit me up on my website at grittogrowth.com. Just email me through the contact page or on my Instagram page at Steph Corbell. That's C-O-R-B-E-L-L. Thank you so much for listening today. Please consider subscribing and sharing this episode on your social media and tag me. Until next Friday, remember that you're more resilient than you realize and you're stronger than you know. 